0: Hey everyone, I'm Caroline Mawassasi, and I am your host for the Fact Roundtable podcast. I am a food allergy parent, advocate, and the founder of the Grateful Foodie blog, and I am Facts Vice President of Community Relations. Before we start today's show, I would like to thank ARS Pharmaceuticals for their very kind support of Facts Roundtable podcast. In honor of Food Allergy Awareness Month, we're sharing shorter and razor focused podcasts on a specific topic. Today, we are taking a deep dive into the art of saying no when you are supporting yourself or a loved one living with food allergies. Facts Vice President of Education, Kristen Osborne, explores the importance of saying no and offers a few situations when a firm yet loving no is needed. Welcome back to Facts Roundtable podcast, Kristen. Today's conversation is so important, and I'm so glad you're here with us because you always give not only just really amazing information, but you always leave me inspired. After every single podcast, I get all excited that I'm going to go do something, and I'm just so happy you're here today to help us explore the word no.
1: Thank you, Caroline. I always appreciate having the opportunity to sit and talk with you and help others with their food allergy journey. So thank you for that compliment. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, you're very welcome. You know, we're all in this together. So now before we dive into our conversation today, let's bring listeners up to speed on you. Please share with listeners a little bit about yourself and then your history with the
1: word no. Well, food allergies for our family is pretty much a top priority. There are five of us, and of the five, four have one or more of the top nine allergens. So in our home, we avoid dairy, wheat, egg, peanuts, tree nuts, shellfish, fish, and that leaves us with soy and sesame. So many times when I talk to people about food allergies, they immediately ask, what do you eat? Or how do you eat? Or what can you eat? And I tell them I eat everything. We eat everything that you eat. It just is made with a couple of different ingredients and may taste just a little different, but we eat every day. We're still living. But with my family, I found that over the course of our food allergy journey, I've had to say no quite often. And no is just there to protect our health, to protect my children's mental well-being, and also to protect the sanctity of our rules and our guidelines to keep them safe. So no is a very important word. And over the years, I've had to learn to be more assertive with saying no, because sometimes I feel or I felt that no was something that I didn't have the power or the ability to say. But now I say it all the time with, with free will and inhibition.
0: Now, I once heard that saying no was saying yes. And I want to say I heard that from you, actually. Can you explain then how that applies to life with food allergies?
1: Absolutely. Learning to say no is incredibly empowering, especially when it comes to managing food allergies. When you have a food allergy, it's important to be assertive and set boundaries in order to protect your health and your well-being or that of your child. For example, saying no to a food that you're allergic to is a way of saying yes to your own safety and your own health. And it may be difficult to turn down food that others are offering, especially in social situations where food is often a centerpiece. You may want to appease them or thank them for what they've done, but you know as a person or you know as a parent that you can't eat that because it will make you unwell. So Noah saying yes in that instance to your safety Yes to your health and yes for your ability to kind of empower yourself then and in the future when navigating conversations and tricky situations like that.
0: So now as a serial people pleaser that I am... What makes it so hard to say no to families and friends and coworkers or even people of authority? I just, you know, I pause and I have a hard time with it. And I'm sure my listeners can relate to that as well.
1: Well, a lot of times when we have to say no, we get uncomfortable because we don't want to disappoint the other party or the other person. Maybe it was grandma made her special signature dish or something else that someone created for us out of love. And unfortunately, we can't consume that. So I think sometimes we feel a little um, apprehensive to disappoint them or hurt their feelings, but also understand when you are telling someone no, you're saying, I can't have that because it harms me. So it could be maybe that person doesn't understand or just needs a little bit more education about the fundamentals of having a food allergy. And then saying no again offers that education and offers the ability for you in the future to say yes to certain things. Because maybe then instead of making their signature dish, they go out and they find something that's safe for you to eat so you can participate with them as well. So a lot of times we're, I know when I talk with my son, he tells me that he feels a little intimidated or he used to feel a little intimidated to say no because he didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But I told him that he needed to prioritize his health first over other people's feelings. And the person who was on the receiving end of no would understand ultimately. So it's definitely a lesson learned. And like you said, saying no to someone or saying no to something is saying yes to yourself, saying yes to your safety, saying yes to your health, and saying yes to empower you each other time. Because there are a lot of tricky situations that you may encounter when you say no, such as dining out at a restaurant or attending events where food is served. But you have to be clear and assertive about your needs and you can work with others to find safe options and avoid the allergens that you need to.
0: Such wise words. Now, do you have any examples of a time that maybe you have felt uncomfortable saying no, but then the situation turned out
1: fantastic? Throughout our food allergy journey, there have been numerous occasions where I've said no, and the situation didn't turn out so well. But there also equally have been situations that turned out to be a wonderful experience. I had a parent contact me about my son participating in a birthday party. And I said, well, I don't, I don't think we can come. He's allergic to this, this, and this. And you're serving that at the party. That's kind of the main food. And we appreciate the invitation, but unfortunately, you know, he's decided he, he can't attend. And so the parent said, well, what kind of food can he eat? And I gave her a list of things that He could eat. And because she wanted to include him, because her son really enjoyed having my son as a friend, they went and made sure that everything at the party was consumable for my child and also benefited anyone else at the party that had an allergy. So. Saying no to an invitation actually opened up a great educational experience, and the parent then took the information and created an environment that was safe for my son to participate. And it's instances like that that really give me hope and faith in humanity to know that some people really want you to be involved in it just takes a little bit of education to help them kind of better understand how to include you in these different activities.
0: Well, and I also think it also creates a sense of community and connection of love and caring. I mean, so if this person went out of her way to be inclusive with your son. Now she and her family became very connected to your family and very involved and very committed. And, and I love community. I mean, I, I, you know, have this ethnic background and I live just for human connection. And as you're telling the story, I was like, wow, like they created this beautiful connection and they will have this beautiful memory. And I bet you it was a start of something new within their own relationship.
1: It it definitely was. And I think that she took that experience and kind of applied it to other situations that she encountered with people with food allergies and shared, you know, our struggles with others and helped other people better understand what it means to live with food allergies and how the quality of life sometimes is different. But you're you're spot on when you talk about the community that it, that it, builds and that it creates. And it was just so empowering for me as a friend to kind of observe the situation and see that people do care and people want to involve you. So if you know someone with food allergies, you know, tell them, ask them what their needs are and kind of help them, uh, help them through their journey and guide them to better today, because that moment really touched me. And it, it impacted my son, and it impacted me and our family. And it just truly made me believe and like I said, have hope in humanity again.
0: We need hope in humanity. So these tips have really been great. Do you have any extras in how to again, ha- say firm, no, but lovingly?
1: Sometimes you can say no, and the person receiving that no does not listen or disregards your no. And no, at that moment, you are okay with turning around, removing yourself from a situation, also protecting your peace and your space. Throughout our journey, I've said no a couple of times and it wasn't received well. I think the other person kind of felt like they were used to doing something in a very specific way and I was impeding on their traditions and and what they were accustomed to when I was just saying that unfortunately we won't be able to participate and I think the other person was offended and I as as lovingly as I could I kind of explained and tried to educate But ultimately, the person kind of felt that my no was an affront to themselves. And I said, you know, listen, we just kind of have to say no and and not participate. And sometimes when you are loving in a situation and you, you bring as much compassion and empathy and education as you can, and it's not received, you have permission. I give you permission. I don't, I'm not one that deems permissible for uh, people. But if you need someone to give you permission, I give you permission to say, unfortunately, we can't do that. And that's okay. And turn around and go do something else. So often we've created our own traditions, our own exciting events or holidays for our own family. And we create those memories. And sometimes you just have to say no to someone else to make sure that you keep yourself safe.
0: Again, fabulous examples, real world tips that we can all take and run with. So before we end today's conversation, what would you like to leave listeners with about our teal way of saying no?
1: Well, FACTS-Steel way of saying no is comprised of many different facets. One of most is education. On FACTS' website, foodallergyawareness.org, you will find downloads and podcast episodes and information for every walk or every facet of your life, whether that's for your child in school or you as an adult, your student going to college, Uh, you as an adult dining out, anything that you can think of, we have on the website. We invite you to go look through the website, download the information, share it with your friends and family, because saying no with education will definitely help you in your future. And with sharing this information from Facts website and their resources, your way of life will improve. And When your teal way of life improves, everyone's improves. So make sure that you have the education that you need, the information, the facts, so you can better arm yourself with the information needed to share with others in your community.
0: Kristen, once again, an amazing conversation with all sorts of real great actionable tips. And I love, again, how you share your personal stories because we can all relate. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome, Caroline. We'll be seeing you again on Facts Roundtable podcast. Before we say goodbye today, I just want to take a moment to pause and say thank you to ARS Pharmaceuticals for their kind sponsorship of Facts Roundtable podcast. Thank you for listening to Facts Roundtable Podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes coming soon. Please subscribe, leave a review, and listen to our podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Have a great day and always be kind to one another.